Good morning. Dow sees its biggest slide of the year. What's next? Stocks hammered yesterday with the NASDAQ down 2.9%. Futures flat overnight. Crude oil continues its slide. Roku, DraftKings, Shake Shack, all getting hammered on earnings and much, much more. Good morning. Today is Friday, February 18th. My name is Mark Hodge and I'm head coach at Rockwell Trading. On a typical morning, Marcus joins me and with watchful eyes and more than 47 years of trading experience, we sift through a mountain of news websites, newsletters, and reports. And then we take the most important news and go live right here to share with you what you need to know as you head into your trading day. And if this is your first time, I know it can be a little overwhelming. So don't worry, we have a special video just for you that we'll link in the description. And that's a great place to get started. Now, with that said, let's go ahead and go right to the charts. And I see that that's what I already have up here. Uh, let's make sure we're looking at the, the S&P, which is where I wanna start out with. Here we see the S&P on a daily chart, and you see that yesterday, a big slide here, and we actually finished near session lows. That was the case for the indices across the board here. S&P down 2.1%, back near correction territory, which is a move of 10% lower off of uh, the most recent highs here. So if we use this tool, we could see taking the high and sliding lower down 9% off of the highs established back in uh, January. And if we're taking the, the last close, it looks like we're about 8.6, 8 8.7%. Um, so the S&P after bouncing off of these lows, trying to, to get through some resistance here, now pulling back down and uh, yesterday, not a nice day for the S&P. We could also take a look at the Dow, and the Dow down 1.8%. Now the Dow losing 622 points yesterday, it was the uh, biggest daily drop for the Dow since November. So not a, a nice move for the Dow, and the Dow just uh, sliding, finishing near session lows. But it was the NASDAQ, that actually saw the biggest loss, and then uh, the NASDAQ ended lower by 2.9%. Uh, we can see here, if we take the most recent highs, uh, back in November, we are down about 15% in the NASDAQ. So haven't gotten down to these lows that we saw towards the end of January, but still a, a, a pretty decent slide yesterday. We could take a look at a five-minute chart and see that it was really a prolonged selling throughout the day. The indices opened lower, dropped a little bit in the morning. Uh, they tried to find some ground there and, and stabilize here, trying to find some support. But then midday and uh, towards the end of the session, just continuing its slide. Now, why the drop? We've talked about the big three right now. Uh, the Fed, which you could also combine with inflation, you know, the Fed reacting to inflation and inflation just uh, being extremely high right now. Uh, we talked about earnings winding down, uh, but the real biggie now, a trader seemed to be focused on the Russia-Ukraine uh, situation. And yesterday there was a lot of mixed information. So 
Ukraine accused pro-Russia separatists of actually attacking a village near the border. And uh, in the U.S., uh, Secretary of State Antony uh, Blinken was headed to the United Nations and he made an urgent appeal against an invasion. Now, President Biden, he did warn that the possibility of Russia invading Ukraine was very high and warned that if Russia were to move into Ukraine, energy markets could see a big impact. Now, Biden also pledged that a major new Russia-German gas pipeline would be halted. Now, with all of this, officials in Moscow continued to deny a coming invasion, even calling it hysteria, saying that there's not that's not the case. It's not happening. They're just drills. Uh, but it's definitely uh, looking a little different than than uh, just some practice exercises. So you could see the the weight here on the markets. All three indices in the red, with the Nasdaq leading uh, the major indices with the losses. Now. We'll take a closer look at futures before we wrap up here, but futures are pointing to a mixed start. So it looks like there's a little bit of a pause, a little indecision in the market, not that follow through or carry over. Um, although uh, we are heading into a three-day market uh, weekend for the uh, U.S. exchanges, markets will be closed, exchanges will be closed on Monday, and it will be interesting to see if traders want to be long going into the weekend. So we'll see uh, where things end up today. It could be a big day. Uh, let's take a look at the economic calendar here. And we do see that there are a few items, medium impact reports. So we have existing home sales being reported uh, at 10 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, we also have a few uh, Fed members speaking. So earlier in the week, member uh, Ballard, he spoke and uh, he shared his opinion on uh, interest rates and, and the the need to be a little more proactive there. Uh, but since the Fed minutes, we talked about the idea of a half point hike has come down a little bit uh, looking at Fed funds uh, futures. But there are a few Fed members speaking. Uh, that could always add some uh, volatility to the mix when we're looking at the markets. And uh, we'll see what is to come. Now I want to take a look at some individual names, some movers, and uh, the first one I want to bring up is Roku. So R-O-K-U, the ticker symbol, and uh, Roku, gosh, just having a heck of a time since July, just sliding, and it's not looking any better for Roku. Uh, we see here uh, trading back at lows not seen since May of 2020 overnight down 28%, uh, getting hammered pre-market after the video streaming company missed revenue expectations. Roku reported revenue of $865 million last quarter versus an $894 million expectation. Uh, what some might view as even more concerning is the company also issued first quarter revenue guidance below uh, consensus. So uh, Roku... Uh, missing the mark there and is suffering pre-market down 28%. Take a look at another one. Uh, let's go with DraftKings here, DKNG. Another growth stock just getting hammered, uh, just plummeting since September. It looked like it was stabilizing a little bit, but down another 16.5% pre-market. 
the sports betting company, uh, they did report a narrower than expected quarterly loss and revenue that beat expectations. But but the bigger concern, DraftKings projecting a wider than expected adjusted loss for the full year as costs continue to rise. So costs, inflation uh, being the, the concern for many companies. And with that not changing anytime soon, that could have an impact on DraftKings. Now let's take a look at Dropbox, DBX, the ticker. Drop, Dropbox also down 4.6% here, uh, trading at 22.50 a share, putting it back at levels not seen since March of 2021. Now Dropbox, uh, they saw better than expected earnings. They beat estimates by $0.04 cents with adjusted quarterly earnings of $0.41 cents a share. Revenue also better than expected. Paid users' uh, numbers and average revenue per user were pretty much in line with expectations. Uh, but there was some guidance for the current quarter saying that the profit margin was going to be slightly lower than expected. And that seems to be weighing on the stock right now down 4.5%. Deer, let's take a look at DE, the ticker. Deer, up 1.8%. So uh, some good news there for something that would be a little more value-oriented. Um, the heavy equipment maker reported quarterly earnings of $2.90 per share, better than the two twenty-six that was expected, with revenue also better. Company also raised its annual profit forecast, uh, with solid demand and higher prices, or even considering uh, higher prices because of their solid demand. So nice little pop for deer, and uh, we'll see if that can continue here getting back. Are, are these all-time highs? Looks like it. Yeah, so changing to a weekly chart. Looks like deer has been flirting with all-time highs since uh, May, getting back up there last week. And uh, might see another push uh, towards those record highs. So nice little move for deer. Shake Shack, S-H-A-K, the ticker. Down 14%. Another earnings disappointment here. Uh, getting back to the lower range that we saw in the end of January. Now the fast food chain uh, taking a beating after the company reported an adjusted loss of 11 cents. Um, no, we already talked about this. No, I take it back. Um, the restaurant change revenue actually came in line with expectations. Uh, Shake Shack said the Omicron variant kept customers away and led to some temporary restaurant closures. Also issuing a downbeat quarter, uh, current quarter forecast because of rising costs, rising costs, inflation. Now, uh, down 14% as we approach the open. Few others here. Let's look at Bloomin, Bloomin Brands, B L M N, the ticker. And if we go here, uh, we see that uh, hey, an earnings one. Nice to see some green for uh, an earnings report today. Uh, 6.7% higher as we approach the open. Uh, the restaurant uh, operator they beat estimates by eight cents. Uh, this is apparent of Outback Steakhouses, well as a few others. Um, they reported an earnings per share of 60, per, uh, 60 cents per share, revenue slightly better than expected, and uh, they also 
uh, reinstated reinstated its quarterly dividend and announced a new $125 million share buyback program. So for anybody new to trading, uh, when you're buying back shares, you're reducing the number of shares in the market, which could create a higher price for the share, more value, because you have fewer shares out there. So that's always seen as a positive. If a company has some extra cash, they want to buy back shares, uh, bringing up the value of the stock. Um, and reinstating a dividend is also considered a good thing. Uh, if uh, this chart is right, it looks like they suspended the dividend back in March of 2020 when COVID and the pandemic was, uh, well, we, when we were deep in the, the pandemic and haven't seen a dividend since. Uh, so reinstating that would definitely be Welcome to shareholders, dividends, uh, stock owners like dividends. All right, so uh, one last one here. Let's look at Pilgrim's Pride, PPC, the ticker. PPC, this is not it. Let's try that again. PPC, and that is because there are a few different tickers here. We want Pilgrim's Pride uh, listed on the NASDAQ, and we see here down 12%. So, uh, after this jump on earnings uh, two quarters ago, just kind of staying in this range here and now down 12.5% pre-market on this earnings call. But this is uh, not just earnings related. Um, I, they actually, actually, I want to take that back. I thought it was earnings, but earnings were a few days ago. The news is what's driving this stock lower. And that is that uh, the Brazilian meatpacker JBS dropped plans to buy uh, the poultry producer portion um, that, it, that it doesn't already own. So JBS actually holds an 80% stake in Pilgrim's Pride, but they couldn't agree on terms of a deal for the remaining 20%. Uh, and that's why when this deal was announced, it kind of started trading in this range with the, you know, whenever you have a deal announced, what happens is the company... Uh, that's being bought typically jumps higher and then trades in a range until that deal uh, is confirmed and actually goes through because there is some uncertainty that it won't. And it looks like that news that they've decided to, uh, well, they couldn't agree on terms, that's sending the stock lower down 12.5%. So not earnings, but uh, down nonetheless. Taking another look back at futures here, we're still mixed. We were a little bit in the green and now a little bit negative for the Dow and E-mini S&P. NASDAQ just flat. E-mini S&P, you could see what we had overnight, just kind of all over the place. Um, all, you know, a, a jump in the Asian session and then a slide uh, as we got a little closer to the U.S. session. Uh, but a lot of this just news driven right now and traders trying to figure out if they want to be long going into the three-day weekend. So, uh, Monday markets are closed. Uh, for those of you in the U.S., uh, enjoy the three-day holiday. We will not do a stock market update or coffee with Marcus on Monday, and we will resume our regularly scheduled program on Tuesday morning. Um, it Hey, take time to watch some of our videos. Uh, take a look at the wheel video. Uh, we've had a really, really good year. Uh, so far with the wheel, I'm looking to see what I could do today. I have some roles to consider and uh, just a, a real nice couple of weeks, even though the markets have had a tough time, the wheel's been working out nice. So 
take a look at the videos. And if you like this one, definitely give it a like. We're going to be here next week on Tuesday. Until then, happy trading, everybody, and enjoy the three-day weekend.